0: Good morning, everyone. This is the Authentic Rob G. Podcast, and I am Rob G. How are you doing this morning? I'm on my drive-time commute, and it is foggy out. Last night was the biggest rainstorm, one of the biggest rainstorms that I've ever felt in my life or seen or heard. It was massive. They were talking about a tornado watch in the Rockland County area, which this ain't exactly Kansas. We don't get tornadoes rolling through or Swirling through too often. Uh, thank God, no tornado action by my house, um, and the house is all dry, so that's always good. I don't know how much rain fell, but um, from the way it was pouring for how long it poured, it had to have been like I don't know four, six, eight inches. Gotta be. I don't know. But anyway, so as a result, it's not raining this morning. It's 7:54 on Wednesday, October 3rd, and very foggy outside, so traffic seems to be light, but that could change any moment because there's always that place in the commute where it seems to back up. I don't know if you have that on your commute, but I'm on my way into the box this morning. I've got a 11 a.m. meeting. I work on the client's site, and they called the meeting for some reason. Uh, talk about process. Really boring stuff, I suppose. What I want to talk to you about today is something that, you know, I didn't even realize I was going to talk about 10 minutes ago. And um, sometimes that happens. As I'm going along, I get inspired as I go. So this morning, if you're with me, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. This is the Authentic Rob G Podcast. And if you're on Instagram and Twitter... I'm Authentic Rob G. there as well. And if you want to see my ugly mug, YouTube channel, Savvy, S A V V Y. And you can check me out on there and hear me talk about things having to do with design. As you know or don't know, I have a company that I'm building outside of my nine to five graphic design, logos, branding strategy, websites creative strategy. That's what I do all other times. But this morning I want to talk to you about something that I hope you give a lot of thought to. Something that I hope that, you know, you're not just going by in your day-to-day and going through the motions. I want to talk to you about the long game. The long game is the opposite of what most people do. you know, most people... There uh, Years ago, they called it fronting. You know, there's old saying, fake it till you make it. Years ago, there were guys who would go down to Canal Street in New York City. It's the big place to go get your your Bolex watch. If you don't know, that's a fake Rolex. It's got a B. You can't see because it's so small, but it looks like a Rolex from about... 23 feet away, but if you got any closer, you'd realize that dude was just faking it. People putting on their brands, and when I say their brands, I don't mean their brands. I don't mean their personal brands. I mean the brands that they're repping, whether it be Tommy Hilfiger or Polo or Nautica. I see the young kids, my my nephew, he's now 15 sporting vineyard vine. He's got that little whale on every one of his shirts. You know what's funny? I'm in the branding business. I help people, help companies amplify their brand. I help discover, help them discover what their true brand is, create a strategy for amplifying that. That involves logos and websites, sure. Those are the elements of brand identity. And, you know, I don't wear brands. I don't know why. I've always been interested in that aspect of business, that personality of the company. And I've always been a fan of certain brands. I'm a huge fan of Apple, always have been. I think that, no, I know. I know deep down Apple and Steve Jobs and what they've created starting out with the Mac gave me the ability, gave me the tool to enter a space in which I can be very competitive. So I'm a big fan of Apple, but I, I don't wear, I know they don't really have apparel per se, but they always, every time you buy something, they give you that sticker. I ain't sticking it in my car. I'll tell you where you can stick your sticker. I just, I, I don't do it. I don't like repping other people's brands because I don't want to be like a, I don't want this to come out wrong. I don't want to be a fanboy. I don't want... I guess I was the opposite of the guys we're fronting. Of having or or the effort put forth by other people to have them think that you're cool because you're sporting whatever on your sleeve. You're driving whatever kind of car. You're wearing whatever is on your feet. Uh, I just always wanted to be real about things and know that if you don't like me that's fine but it's because of me. If you like me, I, you know, I, that's great. I mean don't really care. But if you like me, it's not going to be because you think I'm cool because I'm wearing some logo on my chest pocket. It's going to be because of me. And so that is short game stuff. That is I haven't made it, and maybe for some people who are really good at what they do and are really on an authentic path to success and winning, that maybe they haven't won yet. But most people, I believe, now look, I know there's exceptions. I'm a fan of certain brands of clothing. It just so happens that the clothing I like to wear doesn't even have a logo on it. I don't know if that's by my own conscious decision or subconscious decision I just like the clothes I'm not even gonna tell you what they are because it doesn't really matter I like the clothes and I wear the clothes and more than half of what I own clothing wise comes from that one that one designer that one manufacturer and I could care less about the name it's really just I like the clothes so that's it but that's a short game if you're sporting brands all the time and you know if that hurts or you think I'm a jerk because I'm saying that and it It might pertain to you. I think that if you get angry, it might be because it's true. But look, I'm not here to put anybody down. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is giving my perspective on where the emphasis should be. That's the long game. That's, that's, depending on how old you are, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years down the road. Are you happy with your life at that time? Have you been happy all along in your journey? Because to me, the long game is the only thing that matters. It's the legacy that comes behind me through my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. What will they know about me? And here's the really cool part. Okay, side story. My parents, who are now 80 and 82 years old, they grew up as small children during World, World War II. They didn't grow up with many technologies that I grew up with that were able to record history in a way that can go direct to the eyeballs of those who matter to them. So in other words, when I was growing up in the 70s, we had audio cassette recorders, which you can record your voice instantly and play it back instantly. They didn't have that. We had a little bit later, closer to late 70s, early 80s, we had better access to inexpensive video cameras so we can record family events and gatherings and, you know, watch that down the road and and, and enjoy it all over again. My parents didn't have any of that. So the only thing they did have was if somebody took a photograph of them And that was rare because, you know, it's not like it's the opposite of today almost. You know, you've got a camera on your phone. So people are snapping pictures as a way of life. Back then you had to either own a camera or know somebody that owned one and lug that thing around and it was like the size of a kettlebell and have them take a picture of you. And then the quality wasn't that great. So when I look at my parents' history through photographs, you know, there's, it's limited. When I ask them about growing up, you know, sometimes they get the same old stories because it's the only ones they remember. And so um, I had an idea about it, it going on for a few years, but I finally started to take action on that, and I, was, I wanted to interview my parents. I want to hold an interview to ask them the questions that we've never had conversations about. What was it like growing up during World War II? You know, what games did you play? No video games back then. You know, how did you meet one another and that might be an obvious question, but what did you guys do for fun? What kind of trouble did you get into? You know, these kind of things. And so, I'm going to conduct an interview and I'm going to video the whole thing. Why? Because I want my my grandchildren, their great-grandchildren to have a little bit of insight to know what it was like for their great grandparents and great great grandparents cuz this look you take video nowadays you put it up on YouTube it's there forever and so i want that legacy to know what where did those future generations where when they look back where did they come from what was their lineage their ancestry and so i'm going to do that because it's about the legacy it's about long game it's about what are you doing that's going to make an impact after you're gone? If you're fronting, gosh, I keep using that term. I think that's from the 90s or even the 80s. But if you're just faking it, then you're not really leaving anything behind because you're being selfish about the short term. You really, long term is where it's at because that is what success and winning really is because anybody can have short term success. I know guys that they made great deals and they made a lot of money early on but that was it that was the one time and you know i'm on a journey here i'm not going to make believe i'm a super success i'm not you know if you, if you've listened to previous podcasts you know that i blew it for 20 years who cares so what i'm not competing against anybody else i'm just competing against myself and I'm better today than I was yesterday, and tomorrow I will be better than I am today just because I keep learning. Because I'm not in it for today, next week, next month, next year. I'm in it for the rest of my life. It's the process, it's the journey that I love. So when you think about your journey, are you thinking about five years, which is really short term, 10 years, 15 midterm, 20 years to 30 years down the road? making plans and having goals for where your life is going to be, what kind of life it will be, if not I would highly recommend you doing it because it actually makes it more enjoyable to run through your process and set your goals on how much money you want to make and what kind of business you want to be in. And I hope you're thinking about a business because jobs and long term do not equate. I am a fan of jobs short term, not long term. Recent podcast uh my last one actually I think was yesterday's. I talked about, you know, I got fired twice in two years. Not my not my fault. Not my not because of my lack of performance. That was just economics. Who controlled the economics? Somebody else did. So long term, I believe business ownership is the way to go. I know some people will, they'll think, you know, well, not everybody can own a business. Not anybody can own a business. That's crap. Anybody can own a business. It's just learning some skills and learning who you are and what you enjoy doing and what you become an expert at. What you become, your your learning becomes so deep that people want to come to you. Even if you're a jerk because you're good at what you do. I don't, I, don't, I don't want you to become a jerk. You know, Nobody wants to hang out with a jerk, but if you're really good at what you do, sometimes it doesn't matter. And Owning a business that enables you to set your own rates, look, you can go out and get more clients when you own your own business. When you have a job, I mean, you just do what they tell you to do and once they get rid of you, you're done. You got to go get another job. It's never made sense well I shouldn't say never it made sense to me early on which is why I had to bang my head against the wall to learn a few things shove that knowledge in but after my second firing man it was in me in me like a fire that I'd never felt before and now even though I am upon it's, it's going to be a week and a half in a week and a half on October 14th I'll be 51 years old And listen, I'm not not bragging right here. I'm really not. It's just a fact. I know it is fact because my doctor said so. I am in the best shape of my life. And I can tell you that I am the happiest I've ever been in my life. You know, my branding company, we are focusing into the fitness and health market because i'm in that market i'm a consumer of that market i belong to a gym i buy gym clothing i am an advocate of fitness and eating properly i don't get so much into the nutrition because i I really don't really this sounds weird i don't like to eat that much and when i say that much i don't like to eat not portion wise much i just don't care for eating much so uh I'm not big on nutrition. I can't be a nutritionist to somebody if I don't like food very much. I know you're you're crying for me right now. But the fact is that I'm in that space and so because of it, I've melded. Hey, maybe I've just been fortunate enough. I think it's a self-awareness of saying, I love design. I love branding. I love the digital age we're in where I could... Just record this podcast in my car while I'm driving to the box, and it can go out on so many platforms Stitcher and Spotify and Apple uh, Podcast App, whatever the heck they call that thing, and roll into my business something that I'm passionate about, which is fitness and health, and combine it all so that there's really no delineation between my personal life and my business life. Because they are all rolled into one. That means, if you don't know what that means, listen to this. That means when I'm working, I'm enjoying it. That means when I'm presented with a challenge, it's a game that I like to play. It means that while I'm talking to people in the fitness space, it's while I'm getting my workout anyway, which I don't necessarily enjoy the workout, by the way. You know, I've been accused of being a gym rat And certainly I'm not And I I think that just comes from the fact that I'm in the gym at least four times a week It's That doesn't seem like a huge amount to me That seems like minimum A lot of times five Sometimes six Never seven But I guess if, if quantity of visits to the gym Is going to be uh, some kind of measure Of whether or not you're a gym rat Okay, so you can call me that That's fine I don't really care what people call me there's a guy that I know, he, uh, he works out twice a week. He's in the gym twice a week. And he says that's fine for him and, and I believe him. I believe that for him. I know you can't get any results on twice a week doing anything. But that's another story. So when I'm in the gym and I'm in that space and I'm talking with people who are doing the same thing, you know, I enjoy the benefits. So the process of working out and fitness, I enjoy because I enjoy the results that come with it. And how does that pertain to legacy? Let me tell you a story. I know I'm full of stories and hopefully you enjoy them. If not, you know, just go to some other podcast where you, they don't tell stories and they talk about stupid crap. I like to talk about stuff that I feel matters because I feel like the mindset of looking at life um, is of utmost importance. But the story behind my fitness journey and the reason I'm in that Space as I don't even like to look at it as a hobby. It's just really a way of life. And I didn't start out becoming, you know, going to the gym four days a week and watching what I eat and really focusing on technique to get more bang for my buck. That comes out of time compression, of course. But long term, you know, when I remember the day, I remember the day when I thought I have got to make sure that I'm always healthy. I think I was probably mid-teens, maybe around 14, 15 years old. You know, those are the ages when you, you spend a lot of time at the local mall. At least that's when I was a kid. That's what a lot of people did. You went to the mall. Why? You know, you buy some stupid stuff. Maybe you see a movie. You go get some pizza. You hang out. You do. You be, you, be, you know, you're kids. You're just being a kid. And I remember walking through the mall with a friend of mine and looking over at an elderly person. Now, when you're 14, you you think elderly. Everybody seems like they're 110. I don't know why. But maybe he was in his 70s. I'm guessing now, looking back. But he was hunched over. He was taking very small steps, probably because he had to, but also because he was towing an oxygen tank behind him And it seems like a struggle not only to breathe, but to actually move his joints to take one step in front of the other. And while, you know, I'm I'm commending him for being out when, you know, a lot of people in that situation can just stay home and, and justify it, he was out walking the mall. But I looked over and I thought, man, I don't want that to be me. I don't want to. I was never afraid of dying. I was terrified of growing old in ill health. Terrified me to be in my 60s, 70s, and 80s and be in poor health where I couldn't see or couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. And I know you don't have control over all that stuff, but we do have some measure of control, right? I mean, you know, if you smoke, you have a better chance of getting cancer. If you have a, if you're a heavy drinker, you get a better shot of getting liver disease. I mean, these are this is fact. I'm not being judgmental because I don't judge anybody who who drinks much. <laughs> I still don't know why people smoke. Actually, when I see people smoke, I just think to myself, I go, who smokes anymore? Like I, I'm almost. Incredulous when I see somebody smoking because I'm thinking, why would they be doing that? I have no idea. But anyway, the long game was, I got interested in physical fitness, and it was later in life. You know, I was, I think in your twenties you do that, especially as a guy. Yeah, I gotta get in shape. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta pump the iron. I gotta get in shape. Yeah, I gotta, gotta press the chicks, the girls. Yeah, got a big date. Gotta get jacked. So, you know, that's what it was for a while. Want to get in good shape because, you know, you got to strut like a peacock, got to put up your tail feathers, you got to pump the pecs and impress the ladies so you get dates, right? That's what they—that's what you think when you're a young guy, but some of it's true, <laughs> some of it's not. But in any event, I was doing it somewhat regularly throughout my life, really with always the thought of not about getting girls because I, I was never big and I was always thin and You know, never very muscular. So I wasn't impressing anybody with my my massive physique. It was always I was in the gym because the long game. Because I, even before I was dating the woman that I would marry, was thinking about my kids down the road. And I never wanted to be in my 50s even. Because I see it with guys in their 50s. They can't run around with their kids. Sometimes they try and they blow a hamstring. They blow a calf muscle. They, um, what is that, um, what's that, oh, the rotator cuff, because you're throwing a ball to your son and you blow out your shoulder. You know, common injuries for weekend warriors. And I didn't want that to be me. I didn't want to say no to my son because I couldn't move and then cover it up with uh, no, no, I don't feel like it right now. That wasn't going to be me. Even further, and I did this before I was married, my great-grandchildren. So when I'm in my 60s and 70s and I have grandchildren And then, you know, the longer you live, the longer you live. So great grandchildren. But with grandchildren, if I want to pick up that little girl and she's three, four, five years old, you know, they start getting a little bit meatier at that age. (laughs) And you don't have the strength. They seem like they weigh 150 pounds. I don't want to be able to pick her up and look her in the eye and put her over my head at 65, 75 years old. That's the long game to me. That's what matters most. So to the guy who calls me a gym rat and the person who says that I'm a narcissist because I work out, ridiculous, I say you don't get it because that's what you think when you think about being in shape and that's sad to me. I just want people to understand, look again, I am not your motivational speaker, I'm not your expert i not some person telling you how to live your life. I'm telling you about my journey and what I've discovered and what's working for me because aside from physical fitness, I'm excited about life. I'm energized naturally. I don't down five cups of coffee a day to stay awake at 1030 at night, 11 o'clock at night when I'm busy working on a logo design or working out some design, some stylescapes for a branding project. I got natural energy which is something my body something I have not been blessed with naturally. I don't not a type A personality. I am a chill personality. Man, I have never, I shouldn't say never. It has been a rare occasion when I could not fall asleep as soon as my head hit the pillow. Most people can't say that. My wife's the opposite. My wife's got boundless energy. I don't know how she does it. She she can go. She's never had a Straight eight hours of sleep a night in her life and she is phenomenal I mean she is just amazing with the amount of energy she has to go on that little sleep of you know and the sleep she gets is interrupted which is worse it's not even like it's a consecutive four hours or five hours so I'm not her I got low energy I have to make sure that I have it by intent by intention with effort so I don't drink coffee. I hate coffee. I never like coffee. I do drink tea but it's only in the winter time because I can't stand being cold and so you know, it just feels good. It's like a comfort food and you know, the tea they say is more has more caffeine in it than coffee, but actually in pre brew tea has more caffeine. But after you brew it you brew out some of that caffeine, so it's it's less. I think it's forty grams, something like that. I don't know. Check with your nutritionist on that. Don't quote me. So this is my journey. This is one guy's perspective. And if you're agreeing with what I'm saying, just keep tuning in because uh, right now, this is a brand new podcast. I think this is uh, probably the fifth episode. And go back and check out some of the other ones. But, uh, you know, this is uh, part of the future. This is another platform that you got to be on. And long term, Look, this podcast will be around forever. My YouTube channel will be around forever. And those videos will be around because they'll be somewhere on the Internet. All the all the pictures, the photos I post, the things I put on Instagram and Twitter, it's all being recorded by the Internet. You know, the interwebs, as people my age usually call it. When I say my age, I say that's the chronological years. I may be turning 51, but... Man, my, I still feel like I'm in my 20s, which is great, and I purposely do that. I know a guy, I knew a guy who was 20 years old, and his birthday was coming up, and he was dreading it. He, he, was, he was afraid to say that he was 21 years old because he felt like it was old. I wanted to smack him. But anyway, it's all an outlook. So these platforms, this podcast, all the social media, this is phenomenal. So this stuff is going to be around for a long time. And one of the reasons I was doing this, I was at dinner on last, let's see, it was last Sunday. We were out for my parents' 60th anniversary. And um, yeah, pretty amazing when I think about it. They have a very successful marriage. They still enjoy being with one another. They don't bicker as many as, as other couples I see um, because it's it's always in a very loving fashion and it's obvious they're still in love which is it's just amazing to me and not amazing that they've done it just amazing to see to watch to learn from so we're at dinner and I was talking with my sister-in-law we would talk about our personalities and I didn't even know this but she's more like me than I thought we're we're more alike where we have this social anxiety I don't like parties I I really 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 don't like parties I don't like you know people say what how could you not like a party you know, music and drinking and food and people and friends and talking. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think for the longest time I thought uh, something wrong with me. I don't like parties. It's the social anxiety I have. I can't. Uh, I, I really have to put forth a great effort to socialize with people. It sounds weird coming from a guy who's running a podcast, but you know, I'm just talking. I could always talk to myself. I've always talked to myself. So to me. And right now, nobody's listening to this because it's my fifth podcast, so it doesn't matter anyway. Nobody's listening. So I can just keep talking. It doesn't matter, right? But when I was talking to my sister-in-law, discovering that we were so much similar, more so than we thought, you know, she was saying, you know, I saw on Facebook, I saw your videos from your YouTube channel from Savvy. She goes, I can't believe it. She goes, you just go on and on. You speak so well because she was surprised because they all know I'm a quiet guy. I'm a, I'm a man of few words. I don't even really like talking that much. And because I'm introverted, it surprises people. They would have expected my wife. My wife is a social butterfly. She loves parties, loves parties. But she said, you know, you speak so well and it's so good. And I said, you know, I said, thank you and appreciate it. You know, the reason I do it the reason I started with the YouTube channel was twofold. It was one is you know social media are the the best marketing tools there are. You know for, they're free, so people discover you and you create awareness and then familiarity in building your brand through the social media channels. But also, which was the bigger benefit and one of the reasons I started freelancing years ago. I called it freelancing back then because that's all it really was was when you teach, you learn more. You know, there's that old saying, the teacher learns more than the student. When you have to explain something to somebody, you be, you have a greater understanding of it yourself than if you never spoke to anybody. So I started doing this because I need to accomplish so much in my life that I need to understand it as best I can. In the small, narrow set of skills and the things that I know branding design you know websites digital and fitness that's it I'm not I'm not going to become very knowledge, knowledgeable in anything else because that's that's my, that's me that's who I am I've discovered that but I am go my learning is going to go so deep in those things I will just keep taking it deeper and deeper where some people might call me an expert I would never call myself an expert on Expert actually, the best definition of expert that I heard was somebody who said, an expert is not somebody who knows everything about a subject, an expert is somebody who knows how to make the distinctions within a certain subject, the distinctions that make a difference. So I'm going to take that one because I do understand the distinctions in certain things because I don't know everything about branding and design and fitness but it's the distinctions that are important and that's a separating factor so that's why I do this and that's why you'll keep hearing this but in terms of the long game can you see all this coming together the making of the videos the making of the podcast the making of the the elements and the design that I put on Instagram in building my website and constantly tweaking my website So that GenoveseWeb.com always looks relevant. Relevant is the operative word these days. So the long game has got to be thought out and committed to and forget what people say because it's almost paradoxical. In an age where our attention spans are a few seconds, where if you go to a website You have two seconds, the website owner, the company who has that website, they got two seconds to engage you so that you'll stay the next six seconds to draw you into something else to make you stay a little bit longer just so you can break that statistic that says there's eight seconds before a person bounces and they don't take any action or there's nothing created, no conversion created in terms of a sale for that company. So, we have sh- such short attention spans, you know. It used to be 144 characters on Twitter and they expanded it. But, you know, getting your message across in 144 characters, I don't know what it is now, it's more. But short snippets of information, videos. If your video is longer than 2 minutes, forget it. Nobody's going to watch it because they don't want to spend that much time watching a video. That was a statistic. I don't know if it's still true, but um, I think by and large, you've got a better shot if it's under two minutes because people will watch it because they will commit the time because they're busy. They're busy. They got jobs. They got families. They got other things competing for their attention, so why should they give attention to you? So It's paradoxical to me to know that we have such short attention spans. And that, even though that may be the case, um, people still don't, people still must think long term and don't think long term. Maybe paradoxical is not the right word. But we're almost conditioned to think short term, short term, short term, when really long term is the only thing that matters. Because do you want to make $200,000 this year? And then only make $50,000 for the next 20 years after that? What, you're going to have one good year? Who does that impress? Well, if you're looking to impress somebody, number one, nobody's impressed by you. Nobody's impressed by me. Nobody is impressed by me. I know that for a fact. And that's something that helps me. I'm not out to impress anybody. And nor should you. But think about what, where you want to be eventually, and it will help you. Informing forming your path going forward to getting there. Because if you know where you want to go and you plan out the steps to get there and then you seek the knowledge via YouTube and blogs in order to gain the skills and experience that will put you there down the road, number one, let me tell you, the journey is a blast. The journey to get there is really what's fun. It's not getting there. Fulfillment and happiness is in the accomplishing of the goal. It's not in the accomplishment of the goal. As soon as you attain the goal, ask anybody who's attained something big. That's why you know entrepreneurs are constantly starting businesses because once they have a successful business, the fun has gone away. They'll tell you that. I've talked with many of them. They'll always tell you that the accomplishing was the blast, was the part. When they were bootstrapping the business and they had no money and it was rough and it was hard work but the challenge, it's like a game you gotta love the process so I hope that's given you some insight into thinking long term I hope it's swayed you if you never thought about it think about giving up the bolex think about ripping the logo off your shirt just so you can get in the mindset of it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks about you That when you think long-term, then you start doing something that matters because it takes an investment. It takes patience. Patience is something we need more of these days to accomplish those goals. So that's what I leave you with today. This is the Authentic Rob G. Podcast. I am Rob G. Thank you for listening. Keep tuning in. Check out my YouTube channel Savvy S A V V Y for content on design and business and life on your own terms. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter Authentic Rob G. Check me out there and what we're what we're talking about there. And uh, let me hear from you on those platforms. Give me a shout out on this podcast. Leave some comments on YouTube. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. And let me know what you think of this. Is it crap? Does it help you? Could you care less? I don't know. I just want to hear because that's what we're all about. I want to learn from you and I want to talk about what you want to talk about as well. So let me know what you want to hear on future podcasts and elsewhere. This is Rob G., the Authentic Rob G. Podcast. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.